All right, welcome guys to Life Notes. This is Tyler, and I'm with my, my boy Caden right here. Uh, we talked a little bit just before this, uh, you know, talking a little bit about his side hustles and a couple of different things. But hey, again, um, I'm Tyler uh, with Life Notes. I just wanted to, you know, get to you guys with another episode of, you know, just about people's journeys through their lives. And right now, again, I have, have my boy Caden right here. Um, Caden, could you, could you throw us a little bit of an introduction of yourself? Yeah, what's up guys? I'm Caden. I met Tyler probably, I'd say in October. That's when I had started. Some awesome. Yeah, so I've known him for a little bit now, not too long, but we've gone to know each other a little over time, kind of. He's a really good guy, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> no, shoot, no, Caden, uh, he was he was nice enough to let me, um, let us do his this podcast inside of his house, which is, which is pretty cool, but I remember meeting Caden what, I think it was you who was in, were you really into shoes? We like, we yes. talked a lot about shoes, right? Yes. We talked a lot about shoes when we were first there. He was like, it was really cool because we, we share uh, the same job. Um, we work at the airport and it's really cool to know a couple of the people there that have like a side hustle mentality and Caden was one of the awesome people that I knew there and he, he was able to uh, kind of show a different side of what hustles are because I, as many of you guys know, um, into dropshipping, e-commerce, stuff like that. But you know, talking with Caden, you know, he he was he grew up under a totally different under totally different circumstances. You know, he he learned how to do you know the flip all the way when he was in what elementary school, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a little bit of how we met. We we both work at the airport. I still work at the airport with him. Um, but yeah, let's let's kind of dig into that because. You said it was when you were younger, you started your own side hustle. I guess, tell us what it was like being a kid growing up and kind of, I guess you talked a little bit about your mom and her history and how does that correlate with, with what you did as a kid? Um, so, I mean, I grew up with a single mom and it was tough having to see her struggle financially, all like all those things. I was wanting to be able to provide for her or if not, if not at least be able to provide for myself so she didn't have to. Uh, so that's when I kind of started doing things and having that mentality of how can I get my hand on hand on money because I'm not old enough to have a job not even close so I kind of just started trading things uh, starting off from small little objects from pencils the scented ones the ones that are very flexible that all the kids want right and then yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and just kind of understanding what the people want at that current point in time what's trending what do people want and what can I gain from it uh, so kind of starting off like that and starting to trade and working my way up with okay here I have this pencil or whatever you have this of what I want let's trade yeah. uh, things like that and I'd work my way up to the point that I'd have start off just having a pencil end up having a scooter end up having a bike all the way up to a PSP you had a PSP you traded yeah. Oh shoot! I traded all the way intense. up. Yeah, I traded it all the way up. Just starting something from small, as small as a pencil, all the way up to a PSP. Something that the value of it is way greater than a pencil. Hundred percent. But I was able to do that just because I knew she was never gonna be able to afford it. So I was like, how can I get my hands on this? Oh well, shoot! That that is one intense. But if I may ask, what was the object that you traded for the PSP? Do you remember? Um, it was a bicycle with a skate ramp. Is what I ended up trading for it and some shoes and some shoes and some shoes. Gotcha. Yeah. Dang, that is 
that is awesome. I, I will not lie. That is pretty dang awesome. So you grew up with that with that mentality as a kid. Um, I remember you were talking earlier. You were talking about like the gum and how you know everyone wants gum. Like that's pretty apparent. Yeah, we're able to sell some gum on the side too. That's awesome. And now, how did that carry into like teenagers? Like, what did you start doing as a teenager? Because as a kid, you know, you were doing these different things. And I'm assuming it was like maybe tweens or you know younger yeah. teenagers that you were doing this. You were getting that PS right. Mm-hmm. So like when you were kind of like a later teenager, like 16, 17, 18, almost getting into your twenties. Like what, what, what was the uh, I guess what what was what was the influence of your life at that moment? Um, so the influence was still the same thing, you know. I was just trying to make a better life for myself. Uh, my mom came here as an immigrant to the states, and she came for a greater purpose, you know, not knowing anyone, not knowing the language, not knowing anything at all, and risking leaving all her family back in Mexico so she can come give us a greater life. So I feel like that's, till this day, the biggest thing that pushes me and um, the big motivator and the influencer in my life is how hard she works. She'd have two, even up to three jobs at a time. Gotcha. Um, so I had to find quick ways, smart ways to make money without it being legal, right? 100%. Um, so that's when I kind of started getting into the, when I was in junior high, that's kind of when she caught, cut me off financially in the sense that she just really couldn't afford to be buying me all this stuff. And I was like, well, this is kind of what's in right now. I yeah, love yeah. the hottest shoes. I love the hottest clothes. How can I get my hands on it? So I kind of just started selling candy at school, you know, whether that was gum, that was Mexican candy, things like that, and flip a profit because these cases have six, 12 pieces of candy in it and you're spending three, maybe two, maybe three dollars. And I'd be selling each piece of candy for two fifty three a pop. Yeah. So with just one sale, I'm already making what I spent back and even more. So I remember being in junior high into my teen years, never working essentially a nine to five job, but always at least having a hundred dollars in my pocket, if not more from doing this. That's awesome. Um, so yeah. And so it, it just kind of grew from, you know, small time, even though the PS4, I, I, or PS, whatever PSP it was. PSP. <laughs> um, or yeah, the, that's the portable one, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the PSP, like, it's it's nothing to laugh at. Like, that, that's still something you worked at, especially younger. And then you kind of just worked it into you wanted clothes, you wanted, you know, a little bit more money because, of course, your, your, mother, your mom couldn't afford it at the mm-hmm. time. And so you just really hustled your way up there, right? Yeah. So... Now you have, of course, yourself right now, and we were talking about it. You said you were always trying to find new ways to, to make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. But do you do you do anything specifically right now? Or are you still kind of searching? Like what what are you doing? Because I know you work with me at the airport, and, mm-hmm. but that takes forty hours of a week. But mm-hmm. there's quite a few more hours than just forty hours, right? But I guess what what do you what do you like to do? What do you do now that that kind of correlates with what you did? Um, so currently, right now. I'm just trying to find that new thing that I could do, whether that's getting into the shoe game, uh, kind of getting something into what you're doing, like you traders, um, all of that. Right now, what I'm actually currently doing is focusing a lot of my time in my job in sales. Um, I had left a very stable job with people, you know, making yeah. really good money, but the thing is, you're at a salary. Um, and I believe, it, I can't remember how the quote goes exactly, they give you a salary to pretty much keep you there and tell you what your worth is rather than you establishing what your worth is and kind of not putting limitations on yourself and what you can make 
Um, so I ended up leaving there to go do sales and that was kind of the new step. And I know a lot of people in sales have like-minded, whether that they're doing different things, they have a like-minded mentality, right? 100%. Where they have a lot to offer. I was like, I need to get into that game. So I'm meeting me people like you that have so many things to offer and then hopefully being able to bring something to the table where you're able to make friends because like they say show me who your five friends are and i'll tell you your future type of thing right percent true um so right now i'm actually currently trying to find something next in my life but i am helping my girlfriend currently kind of start up her photography um business and so far it's been going really well man i mean uh i'm investing money you know buying her a camera different lenses, buying in, buying a Mac, all that stuff so she could do her editing on, uh, little by little putting money into that and it's been paying off so far. So yeah, I, I need a photographer here, so <laughs> There you go, there you go. Shoot, well that's awesome. I, I like the one thing that you said, um, well there are two things, the one about the friends, like mm -hmm. tell me who your five friends are and I'll tell you your future. I, I learned it a different way. Um, in fact, the person that I inter interviewed before this, uh, my homeboy Patrick, mm -hmm. he, um, he, he sent me, it was a picture a little while ago, but it said um, that that two people were talking, two friends were talking, mm -hmm. and one of the friends says, hey, how come I didn't see you at the party last night? We missed you. We had a whole bunch of fun. Mm -hmm. And then the other friend looks at him and says, how come I didn't see you at the bank yesterday? Ooh. And then he was, <laughs> you know, like he was, he was grinding, he was hustling, and yeah. um, it shows that regardless of, of his friends or surrounding himself with better friends, he's able to get things done exactly. instead of being with those that you know and i'm not saying it's bad to party but yeah. at the same time like you you need you need resource to to party right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um but homeboy he was he was hustling he was doing what he got to do um but there was other the other one and this one hits hard at home for me at least is mm. is the one where they tell you how much they think you're worth right yeah that that's one of the biggest reasons that I started in sales and I mm -hmm. um, I don't think I've actually told this on the podcast yet but I kind of want to podcast myself again but yeah. um, Go ahead. it was uh, it was when I was starting out sales into car sales and okay. you know I, I went from being part of a martial arts studio which was awesome I absolutely loved it working with all the kids working with the adults like it was fun it kept me fit stuff like that but as I kept going out and it's not necessarily that because maybe the company can't afford it, maybe the company can't budget it, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But essentially, when, when you accept hourly pay or you accept salary, you are saying, hey, my time is worth this exact much to exactly. you. Exactly. Right? And I it, that bugs me. And so mm -hmm. when you're on sales and it's commission, yes, it's scarier. Like, it, it is a heck of a ton scarier. Yeah. But then you get a, you don't necessarily, like, it doesn't even matter that you're proving it to someone else that you're worth more. You're proving it to yourself. You're like, Exactly. I just made, you know, five thousand mm -hmm. dollars this month, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I know we, we were talking a couple numbers a couple days ago, yeah, right? And yeah. home, homeboy, right here, Caden was making some serious dough. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I hundred percent like believe in, in that. Like, I need to show the world what I'm worth, and that's one of the reasons I'm into like e-commerce and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Is because, like, the business, it's a hundred percent me. Like, even if I got employees in the future, like. The blame is on me, whether exactly. or not it's done right or incorrect, right? And so, mm -hmm. what I'm worth is how much I prove to myself and to the market that I'm worth, not not to people in general. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, I I 100% agree with that. And how I was telling you, that quote really resonated with me because um, 
show me who your five closest friends are, right? Yeah. And I'll show you your future. And I strongly believe in that. I was actually talking to my best friend um, a little bit ago, probably like a little over an hour ago. We're talking on the phone and just kind of talking about our life goals for 2019. And we kind of keep each other accountable. We've been best friends since elementary school, right? Um, so... And he keeps me accountable, and they have like we have like-minded personalities. Uh, he actually started the game in sales before I did. Yeah. And um, well, officially as a job, right? I kind of been in it since I was younger, essentially. But, 100%. 100%. Um, I got into collections, kind of similar. You're basically convincing someone to pay something they don't even want to pay, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a totally different game, but similar in a sense. Um, but yeah, I mean. He keeps me truly accountable. He'll hit me up like, "Hey, what are your goals for 2019?" And I didn't, I didn't think he wanted me to go into specifics. I was just kind of like, "This, this, and this." You know, I kind of gave him a general, general idea. And then he's like, "Well, he's like, you need to break it down. You need to have a plan of how you're going to execute this, Absolutely. a step by step, this and that, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to get that specific, but yeah. I should have, I should have known coming from him, right?" Um, he and that's what I love about it is he doesn't throw things in my face in a sense to be like oh I'm better than you yeah. he tells me things with a grain of salt of like I know that you could be doing better so why aren't you type of thing and those are the kind of friends you need in your corner not, not bashing you not telling you this and that but pushing you and kind of making you understand or hearing those things that you don't want to always hear but kind of that you need to hear absolutely so. and what, what's crazy to me is like if you have a friend who, who has the like I guess it might seem controlling but when when a friend goes up to you and they're like hey you're doing this you could be mm-hmm. doing better it's almost like wait what like <laughs> why are you telling me what to do right and, yeah, yeah. and it kind of hits that but I think on the flip side like the humility like if you have that kind of humility where you're like you're right I could be doing more mm-hmm. and hopefully the friend is has that same humility it's like well I want you to do the same for me. Like, tell me what I could be doing more. Help me out. But like, if if one person has that kind of humility and it's just like, you're right. Like, Mm -hmm. hold me accountable to these things. And I mean, let's help each other out. Let's, let's grow. Let's, let's make something more. I I believe that's, that's what's going to, I guess, be the, the caveat to more growth in the future. Yeah, exactly. You really need to surround yourself around that because it's great being self-motivated and all those things. That's great. Um, you know, because if you have that, that is a huge thing that's going to help you succeed in life. But it's also who you surround yourself around. If you're surrounding yourself around people that just party and that's all they do, you're not going to ever get anything done. You know, uh, I mean, that's not to say that you won't, but at one point you're end up, you're going to find yourself separating yourself from those people. And that's how you became successful. A lot of people don't tend to party a whole lot. You ask any successful person they just start hanging out with like-minded individuals. And that's what I needed in my life. I mean, where I was, I was making, you know, really good money and whatnot. But now I project that I'm going to be making, well, actually my first commission check, I made what I was making over there. And it's only going up from here, so. 100%, because you only get better at the game, right? Exactly. Dude, I love it. Um, it was crazy thinking about it. I mean, so we've talked about the past. We've kind of talked about kind of where we are right mm-hmm. now. So... Like I have a very, I have, I have goals that I want to achieve in the next, I have 20, 40 and 60 year old goals. And mm-hmm. like, I want to be working until I die. Not, not working for someone else, but like working to accomplish a very specific dream. Yeah. And I, like retirement isn't really what I would consider an option for me. And I'm, I'm throwing it out there and I've thrown it on the website. Um, but 
I want people to hold me accountable for my dream. And like, now maybe you, you don't have it fully figured out what you specifically want. Maybe mm-hmm. you do, I'm not sure. But I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the future? Like, where do you want yourself to be? Like, I, I don't want it to be like a job or anything. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, not nothing like that, but like, who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And who do you, I guess, who do you want to become mm-hmm. in, in any time in the future, whether it's next month or whether it's in 10 years? Like, mm-hmm. what do you kind of imagine yourself becoming based on what you've learned in the past and what you know of, about yourself right now? Um, like you said, retirement's not really an option, right? Not necessarily that you don't have the funds to do it, yeah. but that you're just never, you never stop bettering yourself and you never stop growing as a person and the knowledge that you have and the things that you do. Absolutely. And I 100% agree with that. I mean, you can essentially be retired by the age you're 23 because you have the funds in your account, but I feel like when I hear retirement, it's almost like that's when you kind of get out of the game. You stop doing the things that you were doing before and just kind of sit home and relax and all that's great, fine and dandy, you know, but my mom put a lot on the line for me to just be sitting at home, you know? So my, for me, you know, my goals is just kind of travel a lot, influence a lot of people in a positive way that when they think of me or they hear my name, that they had a positive, they have a positive, you know, uh, memory or anything like that like that person brought joy in my life that person brought money into my pockets because they helped me get to where I wanted to be they were just there for me when I needed that extra push that motivation whatever that may be I want to be able to be remembered as that right but I also want to not just have obviously I'm gonna have to start off one two three four things whatever it may be to kind of get myself there but essentially where I see myself in the future is, you know, um, very successful and surrounded by people that are also successful in a sense that I want to actually go back to school to become a pilot. Not not as a career thing. I mean, I could do it, but I want if I did stick with it, stick with it because I love it, not because I have to rely on that source of income. Gotcha, because you know? it's a passion. It's a passion of mine. I've always wanted to learn how to fly airplanes since I was young. Just imagine, you know, you being successful and being able to fly your own private jets. Yeah, you that, know, that'd be if you wanted to, obviously, mm-hmm. you don't have to, but if you wanted to, you could, gotcha. type of thing. Um, so for me, it's just I want to be able to invest into some real estate, you know, into art, things like that. Um, just because those those are things I've been passionate about. Because who wouldn't want to be able to own? different houses in you know different countries and just different parts of the state Absolutely. that you live in um for me for flipping houses being able to do that or showing people how to do these same things i think the ultimate thing for me is all doing all these things is great but being able to do it with the people that you love and people that look up to you is what's exciting to me being able to teach people how to do the things that i've done and learn from my mistakes that's so. awesome. Well, hey, that, shoot, that is some wild goals. And honestly, like, like, like you said, there, yeah, obviously you have to do step one, step two, step three, mm-hmm. like there's a breakdown. I'm, I'm sure you have a breakdown of, yeah. of the exact plan, but because we're coming up a little bit on the end of the podcast, we'll, yeah. we'll take it from there. But dude, I shoot, like. I almost want to hold you accountable for these things. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see exactly. these things. Yeah. And I hope you do, you know, I mean, <laughs> Everyone needs to be held accountable every once in a while, you know? Absolutely. Because Absolutely. then some people fall out on their dreams or this or that or whatever it may be, but 
everyone needs that friend that holds them accountable. It's like, hey, how's it going? How's this, you know? Then that way, when you're going, when I'm going into work, I'm like, oh, damn. I'm going to see Tyler. I better have something prepared, you know? I better be... Sell those better, shoes today. You yeah. know, I better stay on my grind. I better, you know, because I know he's going to ask me, and I don't... The thing is, it's one of those things that you want to be able to bring something to the table, not every single time that you show up. It's like, oh, how's this going? It's like, uh, it's been like six months, a year, and I still haven't even started, or yeah. whatever it may be, you know? And the, the weirdest thing is, is the, like, the keeping up on, on, those, on those things, or like holding accountable. Mm-hmm. It's not so much to make the person feel bad or anything, but it's to keep them from feeling bad. You know what I mean? Exactly. I remember like, so me and Patrick, we we started an online business a year ago. We were doing dropshipping for a little bit, but we couldn't quite get around a couple obstacles, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We started the dropshipping thing back up now and we're making money. Like it's there crazy. Now we're not we're not turning a huge profit right now because you know we're still in the testing phase of Facebook ads, stuff okay. like that. But we have we've we've made money. And it's yeah. it's crazy to us to think that. But then the only thing that hits my mind right now is regret. Like mm-hmm. if I had just blazed through those obstacles a year ago when we had started, where would you be now? Where would I be? Yeah, I I might even not even be working at Clear right now. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we might. And I, be I love my right job, now. but yeah. yeah, like 100%. I could. We we could have been on the road to like you know just doing that as our job. Now, perhaps we might not be millionaires, exactly. But we were doing what we loved, right? We were go. doing. We're you know engaged in something that we can call ours, something like that, right? And so, I think more than anything, and. Um, like I'm, I'm not. Do, do you know much about like Gary V or Tony Robbins? Oh, or I love Gary V, dude. Like, he's probably one of my favorite. Him, absolutely. Uh, Grant Cardone, dude, hundred um, percent. Alex Morton's one of the younger ones uh, in the game that I know of that he really inspired me to kind absolutely. of get into the whole entrepreneur lifestyle and Gary V. So dude, it's just I remember Gary V. He talks about two things. Number one is passion. Number two is regret. There you go. Um, passion, you know. Those are both drivers. P- pursue your passion. Yeah, and like when the regret comes, like you don't want to be 80, 90, 100 years mm-hmm. old and look back and be like, I didn't really like my life. And here's like, the thing with the, that a lot of people don't understand. As long as you're investing some of your time into it, you're even if it's like this this painting right here, it says at the bottom, of it, I don't know if you can see it, it says slowly but surely. And the thing is, it doesn't matter if you invest 30 minutes at least a day to an hour to two or three, you'll get there. That's the thing is some people don't invest any time into their passion, into their goals, and then they don't go anywhere and wonder why. It's like you have to invest the time. The more time that you invest into your passion, the more results you're going to see. Because a lot of successful people say it's like spend all the extra time that you have and focus on your passion. And that's what I've seen a lot with my girlfriend and her photography. It's amazing. She gets home from work. She gets off at six. She'll have photo shoots on her days off. She she's just come completely slammed the whole week. And it amazes me because she'll be off of work, her days off, she's doing photo shoots, things like that. She'll get home from work, she'll be editing, she'll be doing all this crazy stuff, she'll be preparing, she'll go shopping for new things, items, props that she needs for her photo shoots. But what is she doing outside of work, focusing all her time on her passion? Absolutely. So her passion can turn into something that she won't even have to be working at her job eventually. Yes. Her her livelihood could be her passion. No, absolutely, 100%. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that... Like this whole life notes podcast is, mm-hmm. is gonna be all about is 
getting people, seeing how many different stories there are, seeing how many different, whether they're success stories, fail stories, whatever it is, but understanding that, hey, this is your life, but you can make things happen. It doesn't, and there's gonna be people from all walks of life. They can be poor, they can be rich, whatever they are, you can still make things happen. Exactly. Now, there are people who are at a greater disadvantage, and it will take longer, and that's, but I personally think that those people are gonna be far better off because they'll, they'll understand what the true grind and true hustle is. It makes so sense. It's like more humbling experience. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And I, there, there are certain things, like I've been blessed in certain ways in my life that, I mean, I, I don't want to call myself spoiled, but that's honestly what I am. I, I'm yeah. spoiled in certain things. Like, shoot, I, I have a coat. And like, <laughs> there are people who are going cold right now. Yeah. Like, there is so much for me to be grateful for. And yeah. if I do have a passion, there's absolutely no reason why I shouldn't be pursuing it. Like, there, there are a whole bunch of people who who can pursue their passion, but it's gonna take a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Then if I start to complain, even in the slightest, there, there's, I guess there's just, there's no other way to say it than there's no reason that I should be complaining, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So again, this this podcast, it's, it's all about people growing, people understanding where they come from, and also understanding where they're going based on, you know, who they are right now and what mm -hmm. they've learned in their life, right? Yeah. Um, but thanks for, for joining, uh, yeah. joining me on the podcast, dude. Thank you for I, having me, man. Dude, I, I, I love the story, man. It's it's intense knowing, dude, I didn't even know about, like, the candy <laughs> when you were younger. Dude, that is... No, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I even at one point went to a yard sale and I remember buying a gumball machine. Dude, that's awesome. And then, that was back in the day when kids used to actually hang out outside, you know, yeah, and be yeah, interactive. Yeah. I'd leave it outside of my house, go to the Dollar Tree, buy bags of candy, you know, gumballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time, I probably spent like a total of $3. Mm -hmm. I ended up profiting like over $20 in just quarters from these gumballs. Dude. So small things like that, it's just like, just having a goal and just not being afraid to go out and do it, you know, no matter the risk because at the end of the day like you said regrets a lot worse than actually going through with it and maybe failing but then finding ways to tweak it so then it does work yeah you know and that's part of the game that's part of the path that should be part of the passion is when you fail the the exciting part that there is because it hurts to like fail over and over again yeah, like, yeah. everyone who hustles and grinds knows it mm -hmm. right yeah um i know it you know it everyone else on the planet earth should know it right mm -hmm. but the exciting part is, is when you, f you finally, you know, turn that dollar over, you know, when yeah. you finally make that sale, whatever it is, like, knowing that you went through all that hard work and now you know, like, you know how it's done, you know yeah. how to do it, and there, it's only going to go up, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, there you go. You're still going to fail, but you're going to fail up, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, I'd rather fail at the very beginning so that way I can learn, rather than be 20 years into something and then fail and then not know. How to, how to climb from there. How to climb from there. Absolutely. You get me? So I'd rather fail and fail at the beginning, which I definitely have in a lot of things in life, but I'm glad that I've done it in the past and I'll probably continue to do it. But the thing is, I'm young right now, so I have plenty of time to fail. The more I can fail, the better. Then that way I can learn from it and tweak it and then do it again. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, there you have it. Um, this is Caden. Again, he did a hustler when he was young, hustler in the teens. Hustler right now, he's, he's ready to rock and roll, pursuing his dreams, helping his girl uh, pursue his dream, pursue her dreams, right? Yeah. Um, but thanks again so much for uh, being on the podcast, and we will see all you guys later. Again, this is Tyler with Life Notes with Caden here, and we'll see y'all later. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Dude, that, that is an intense life, man. <laughs>